140 of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Lotus Stark. Star Wars, Transformers, Masters of the Universe, and G.I. Joe. That's right, that's right. If you want to kick it with us and talk about those franchises as well as many, 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 many more, um, you can find us at our favorite place to congregate, and that is Facebook at our group. It is facebook.com slash group slash open your toys. Uh, if you want to subscribe to our cast, our, our cool little podcast here, uh, you can go to OpenYourToys.com. Top of the page has show notes for uh, the show that is currently posted. And in those show notes, you can find links to subscribe through our RSS feed, through iTunes, through Google Play, through Stitcher Smart Radio. You can find links to our Facebook page, which is Facebook.com slash OpenYourToysCast. Our Twitter, which is at Open Your Toys, and I just uh, I uh, added it to my new phone. So I was going through, and I I went through the list of everybody that follows us and followed them back. So now we cool. uh, we follow considerably more people. That was cool. one thing I always did with with my personal Twitter account when I was really active on there. Um, and then, uh, we have an Instagram at open your toys. We have email, which is teen at open your toys.com. And then we have voicemail. It's seven, two Oh, two, three, five toys. That's seven, two Oh, two, three, five, eight, six, nine, seven. And because this is an audio podcast, we love audio messages. Um, if you don't want to call a voicemail, you can also record an MP3 hint, hint engineer nerd. Uh, and send us that uh, <laughs> MD3 as well. Uh, if people want to see what you're all about, what what really gets your, uh, I was going to say, gets your gears grinding, um, uh, where can they find you, Mr. Stark? Um, they can just do a search on YouTube, Lotus Stark. Uh, let's see. Uh, alias Angel Alias is still overseas in Asia. So, um, if you're part of our group, you've you've seen amazing pictures that he's posting of uh, 
what Toys R Us's look like over there, what like a a hobby, a gunpla. Uh, is it gunpla or gunplay? Do you know? I have no idea. I, I you know when he was posting all those pictures, I'm like I. I don't know what's going on with the gunpla stuff. I have no idea. I I try. I read a couple of your little comments, and I'm like, oh, okay, so Jason might know a little bit more. I, I have no <laughs> idea. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I they're it's cool. It looks cool, but I yeah. just I don't I don't know what's up. So uh, I'll I'll use gunpla. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So it's just uh, it's just a section of the community that it's uh, uh, Gundam model kits. Oh, okay. And so what that shop was, was these guys taking these fucking model kits and doing like studio quality paint jobs on them, Ah. you know, and uh, because, you know, they come in colored plastic usually, but, you know, then it just looks like a colored plastic model. And right. So you guys start painting them and stuff like that. But anyway, so they showed a they showed a store where they'll sell you the kits. They'll paint them for you. They'll even customizing customize them for you. And it, it was amazing. Um, I like that he he keeps trying to get pictures of this one store where the lady has asked him to not take pictures. I'm like, dude. If she asked you to not take pictures, don't try to sneak back over there and take more pictures. Yeah, uh, yeah. It tons and tons of third party and KO stuff. So um, that was pretty crazy. But uh, and Vern, it is his parents' fiftieth anniversary today. So congratulations to them. That is a major feat nowadays, in my opinion. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, not not just to uh, stay married for fifty years, but to uh, still be living after being married for fifty sure. years. Sure. <laughs> you know? I, I do. I I have a strong feeling that uh, marriage takes a few years off of your lifespan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so congratulations to them. So unfortunately, he won't be able to join us tonight. Uh, so it's just Lotus and I, but that is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, if you want to hit me up, you can find me at facebook.com slash open your toys at slick McFavored on Twitter and Instagram. And my email is slick at open your toys.com. Uh, Mr. LG water. Are yeah. you drinking LG Seri- water? Yes. Yes. Seriously. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now I may have asked this before, but so it's like water all you drink? Not it's not all I drink. So I mean I, I drink coffee. Um okay. I just I just don't not I, at that was, seven o'clock not, at night. Exactly, yeah. That's yeah. that's just too jittery. Um so yeah, coffee in the morning, uh, and then pretty much water and then if I if I want some kind of a some kind of a soft drink or something, I'll do like a you know, a Coke Zero or uh you know, like a, a sugar, a doctor, a diet, Dr. Pepper, you know, something like that. Uh, I, I try to really stay away. And I know that stuff's bad for you because it's got the aspartame and stuff in it. Yeah. Uh, I can't drink a lot of it. I can drink maybe one bottle a day or something like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I usually just keep a six pack of that like in the, in the fridge and that'll last me, you know, like a couple of weeks. I, I, I literally drink water most of the time. Nice. Yeah. And I would say, uh, 
outside of alcoholic beverages. Um, I'm the same way. I keep sodas around. Uh, a soda, it, to me, is either a dessert or it's caffeine. Like right, that's yeah. Two yeah I, I treat it the same. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so then I do water, but where, where my downfall is, or a good thing, maybe it's the reason why I've, I've never broken a bone, is uh, milk is my uh is my drink of choice whenever i'm eating something it, oh, okay. It, I, okay i i really feel that milk makes a good palate cleanser mm-hmm. you know so you, you eat something you take a drink of milk and now sure. you're ready for a different taste or whatever but uh but tonight uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I want to say what I'm drinking tonight, uh, because it's, uh, it's Mrs. McFavorites. Um, I didn't have a chance to go to the liquor store. So she's like, well, you could have one of mine to talk about. Oh, what, what are we talking about? Oh here? God, it is awful. It is called spiked seltzer. Oh, and it is literally seltzer water. Now, seltzer water is something I drink on a regular basis when I want flavor, um, but because it's basically just carbonated flavored water. Um, So it's not that big of a departure from what I'd normally drink, but it is uh, it is gluten free. It is only five grams of carbs. And that's got to be from the alcohol, the sugars from the alcohol. Um, mm-hmm. And then it is, it, this one is the grapefruit version, and it's called Indian River Grapefruit. Okay. Uh, 6% alcohol by volume, uh, naturally flavored with grapefruit, and that's it. It's got a little mermaid with a, uh, with a grapefruit slice skewered on her trident so and it is uh absolutely awful it is the worst thing (laughs) it is it is just like what you would expect it's like a seltzer water which i like and with like alcohol dumped into it which i like but not together you know so but oh well that's what i'm drinking yeah, I I still have homework to work on tonight, so I'm not going to be getting uh, uh, too deep into the shots. <laughs> um, cool. Let's go ahead and get into con news. Um, first up, PowerCon coming up here in August in LA. Uh, Mr. Uh, Nightlick or Nutlick as some of the uh, more disgruntled members of the Masters community like to refer to him as um, has been uh, confirmed. Uh, he is, oh, interesting. He now works for Entertainment Earth. That's awesome. Um. Hmm. He is the director of in-house brands at Entertainment Earth. Uh, if you're not, Entertainment Earth is uh, one of the uh, largest distribute. I mean, they have their own website and their own consumer-facing stuff. Right. Uh, but they are one of the largest distributors and wholesalers for toys in the North American hemisphere. Uh, anyways, uh he will be attending, and what does it say here? 
Oh, I guess it's just him attending. The more important thing here is they have um, put up information about their exclusives this year. So these will come in the standard Club Grayskull packaging, and uh, they'll be 50 bucks a piece, or you can buy a set of three for $45, uh, a set of three for 135 which works out to 45 bucks a piece. Um, for non-attendees, this was a big, like, gotcha last year, was there was a merchandise access fee. Like, you literally had to pay 25 bucks just for the privilege of paying for overpriced exclusives. Hmm. Um, that will not be there anymore. So you will literally pay the, you'll play cost plus shipping. Now here's where they, uh, here's where they get you and a small handling fee to cover shipping supplies and packing labor. So oh. who knows what that's going to be. I right. Mean, if you're buying three figures and paying more than a $10 handling fee on top of, priority shipping yeah i would say there's gonna there's gonna be a problem there um now here is what's crazy is last time they had all of the exclusives shipped to the show and then at the show they box them up like and and this is what's crazy is uh at the show they had volunteers actually boxing up all the toys during the entire show and shipping out boxes like they just had shipping boxes upon shipping boxes because you gotta, you gotta imagine i mean there are thousands of people non-attendee people ordering these you know wow um so however this time uh for the show they need a fairly quick turnaround so they are uh they're air shipping the show stuff but the non-attendee stuff is going to be ocean uh, freighted, which means it's not going to even get to the U.S. until uh, November, uh, late November. They're saying November 30th here. So if you do non-attendee, basically you ain't, you're not going to get your shit until like late December when the show is in August. Uh, so if you have the ability to have someone pick them up at the show and ship them, you'll get them a lot sooner. Uh, they are also power, uh, partnering up with big bad toy store again. Now I assume big bad toy store. Uh, well, no, I guess that's a bad assumption to make. I, I was going to assume that big bad toy store would get them right after the show, but that's probably not correct either. Yeah. Cause you pre-order them for the show. So they right. know the exact amount that they should ship to the show. Yeah, I bet even if you do through BBTS, it's not going to be until December. So, pretty crazy, but at least we know it's going to be three individually packaged, uh, or three individual figures that'll uh, make up the Jokon exclu or PowerCon exclusives for this year. Uh, Jokon, I got an email from them. I told them I was, I told them I was possibly interested and they wrote me back saying, well, we really need to know if you're going to buy one or not. And I said, okay, hmm. I'm going to buy one, you know? And then like, what are you going to do if I don't want to buy one? So I told right, them exactly. I, I was going to buy one. Uh, 
so I'm on their email list of sets that they have remaining. So they did, they upped their order on the three and three quarter sets that originally sold out. Uh, now they have 81 of those uh, available for attending. Um, and then in addition, they have 20 loose sets, which if you're not familiar with Joe Kahn, uh, to be able to buy a loose set that doesn't come in a big fancy box and foam, which basically saves you about a hundred dollars, uh, you have to buy a box set first. So unfortunately, you can't just buy a loose set. You have to buy the overpriced box set and then the more affordable loose set. Does the box set have real nice artwork, or is it literally just a brown box with no, like, no, foam cut it out? is no, it is very nice, like super oh, okay. hot. the The boxes are amazing, but okay. Con- but considering the price difference between a loose and a box set is over a hundred dollars, yeah, they're not a hundred dollars amazing. You know, mm. um, if they have extra boxes, which they usually do. They oh. usually sell those boxes for like twenty five bucks a piece. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's you know? cool. Yeah. Does the box would it come with the foam or would yeah. it just be literally the outside? Okay, cool. Yeah, it comes with the foam. The one thing it wouldn't come with that. I mean, if this is if you're a super completist or um, if you're a super completist or maybe just like pins. If you were to try to take the cheap way around and find somebody that would, you know, buy you a loose set and then you buy a box because it's available, it wouldn't have the little pin and the certificate of authenticity that comes with a box set. But I don't give a shit about pins. You know, when I finally go through everything, I have pins from almost every bot con and almost every joe con and i'll sell those eventually and they they go for about 10 bucks on ebay Mm. you know um for non-attending there are 50 box sets left and 15 loose sets um so if if somebody out there is i don't want a box set because i only want like four figures out of the 15 um, but if somebody out there is getting a box set and wants to add on a loose set for me, I would mm-hmm. purchase a loose set. Um, but that's kind of where that stands. Uh, something we didn't have time to go over last time just because we had so much to fucking talk about. Uh, I did put together uh, some kind of toy fair afterthoughts and now it's like what's been almost a month and a half later Um, but I did want to talk about these real quick Uh, for Transformers the power of the primes are only going to have four waves of deluxes so we've already uh, wave two is hitting Um, I picked up my first two uh, wave tours I got me a ripper snapper and a sludge um, those are hitting now pretty hardcore at my Walmarts. Walmarts hmm. have been where I've been seeing them at the most. Um, and then we know what wave three is going to be. So there's only one more wave of power of the primes. And then we go into their next thing, uh, yeah, which is, which is not, it's their own, it's their own thing, right? It's not going to be like an actual, it's their own Cybertronian kind of a thing. Or? Yeah, it's a, I think it's War for Cybertron, not related to the game whatsoever. Mm. So, yeah. 
Um, three waves of voyagers and leaders. So again, we are already seeing wave two, um, which is the abominous uh, 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 leader. God, I can't even fucking remember his name. But uh, um, I've only seen him once, and it was gone, and I've never seen him again. The leaders are the... Uh, what is it like the Nemesis Rodimus Prime or the Shattered Glass Rodimus Prime? I haven't seen anything. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I even at my Walmart, I haven't seen any, any of, of these those? yet for some reason. Yeah, and I've only seen that Nemesis Rodimus and uh, God, the fucking Abom. This is annoying me now. Abominus. And this is uh this is what I do during all of the podcasts I listen to. I'm like, you dumbass, it's this. I'm still. I mean, I, I haven't found like even the Prime Masters. I've been I've been hunting all over the place for, uh, you know, for Submarauder and and uh, and Landmine. I can't I can't find them anywhere. Oh really? Huh? Yeah. Have you seen the Prime Masters? The little the little guys? Have yeah, you seen those anywhere? Just uh, just wave two. So yeah, I haven't oh, okay. seen. I mean, I, I mean, yet. people keep on saying, "Oh, Kroger's," you know. I mean, I, I don't have Kroger's, but people are saying, "Oh, you know, they they found the you know submarauder and, and landmine at, at at Kroger's," and you know, I like I said, I haven't found anything. Um, so I don't know. It's uh, pretty dry over here. So now, what? Uh, so Kroger's has a ton of a ton of different stores so do you have ralph's or smith's um let's see baker's city market dylan's food for less food co fred meyer uh fries gerbs owens payless wow you really pick and save metro market (laughs) <laughs> why no <laughs> <laughs> you really don't have Kroger's out there that's crazy I, no I don't yeah. I thought with 20 brand names at least one of them had to be out there uh, and then uh, nothing on how many legends or prime masters we're going to see uh, for masters of the universe uh, those uh, any of the vintage figures they release are going to be at the $20 price point which is way too much for what those are there that's them knowing what the market will sustain and and putting it up there uh there was supposed to be a third-party retailer um to launch the new vintage figures and that deal with them is what's kind of holding up the process that's why we've known about them forever and uh just haven't seen uh haven't seen anything about them being released uh, the bright green on the triclops was to differentiate from the previous release. It does uh, match uh, cells that they were using, uh, but when it's filmed, even though the cells are that bright green, when they film it, it darkens it up when it's against a darker background, that kind of stuff, which most master stuff is. So uh, that's an explanation on why triclops is bright green 
And then uh, they're going to be releasing PowerCon. So uh, the Wave uh, Wave 1 has been delivered. Wave 2 pre-order will be closed. It is closed now. They extended it a little bit. Um, and they said after that we'll be uh, hearing about PowerCon exclusives. So we should be hearing about the specific exclusives soon. Uh, let's see for in star Wars, the millennium Falcon, the new one that's coming out for the, uh, solo movie, the little middle part that they had panels that went in there that made it look like a brand new one. Those can pop off to give it a, uh, more vintage look if you want. Uh, the middle comes out to be a small vehicle, the middle of those two forks, uh, that has its own Force Link 2.0 fi- features, if you care about that. Uh, we're going to get into the barge, so I'm going to skip that, uh, except for maybe this. The, it's going to weigh approximately uh, 14 pounds. Yeah, they I heard that. They talked about the uh, Range Viper. So these are all pulled from like QA videos and stuff like that. Uh, they talked about the Range Viper that, um, I, God, was it Jonathan found that? He found the, uh, found the Tarkin and yeah, Range Vipers at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Uh so that, if you really take a look at it, it is just like a crazy kit bash of lots of different guys. So I thought that was kind of crazy to, and they talk about every single piece and stuff like that, but there's really not too much new molding on there. If you really take a look at it. Yeah, I was, I mean, I was comparing, I was comparing it to, uh, to last year's and yeah, I was, I was having a hard time. Uh, you know, figuring out what was new and what was old. Yeah. And, and some of them are snow trooper and all this kind of stuff, but I'm still digging it. Uh, uh, Jonathan took some pictures of the articulation and that looks like where we're, we're really getting gypped is in the legs, but I, I'm kind of a standing guy, you know, my guys just stand or maybe like, bend one knee and look like they're leaning to the side or something. So I, I am still super happy, especially with the pictures that he took with other cold weather people like Hoth Han and Hoth Luke and the Wampa. He looks right in place. Uh, miscellaneous stuff. So like our group shows, we're all not just for franchise collectors. We all kind of tend to like toys and, and at least appreciate other lines. Uh, something I'm a big Hulk fan and I'm a big mech fan. So the Hulk buster is always a, something I love. Uh, but I hate build the figures. So I had never got the Hulkbuster big build a figure, and I decided to buy the uh, Diamond Select one instead, which is awesome. But now the uh, they're going to come out with a Legends the first ten years, where it's really kind of a kick in the nut to people that uh, collect for value. Because mm-hmm. they're re-releasing all of like the hardest to find figures. In- wow! Yeah, including <laughs> in- including doing a 
Hulkbuster that is not a build a figure. So wow. you know, it, people pay up to like hundred, hundred yeah. bucks for build a figures. And yeah. So I'm glad I held out. I'm glad I'm gonna be able to get me because I do like the legends, you know, more than than diamond select stuff so yeah and that just goes to show you you know this stuff these companies are here to make money you know that is the bottom line so if you're collecting for value i would say you're collecting for the wrong reasons you know open the toys have some fun with them but yeah try not to get down those rabbit holes and and you know doing it doing that that's 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 got to be hard to swallow, especially if you paid you know 120 bucks just to get you know the pieces for the build a figure, and then you know, oh man, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's cool this uh, first ten years? Oh, and it's not Legends the first ten years. Sorry, it's Avengers the first ten years. So these are um, these are uh, specifically from the move. Uh, Avengers movie verse. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, not it, so. It's not as bad as I made it sound because okay, gotcha. It's only been ten years, and there's not too many ridiculously hard to find ones. Um, what's really cool is they these are going to come in uh, all different sizes of packaging. There's uh, two packs and three packs, and then like the Hulkbuster is an oversized figure. Then there's single release figures. But what's crazy is if you put them all on a shelf and line them up, they'll all uh, the spine of them will create a picture. Oh, that's even nice. though the boxes are like completely disparate sizes, you know. So yeah, that's I, cool. I thought that was kind of cool. I I knew a guy that that's how he collected. Is he he showed the spine of everything he collected, which was, I mean, it was space saving, you know, but. So he I didn't never... he didn't have the figures facing the front of the shelf. He no. just had. Okay. Yeah. So, like Black Series, it looked mm-hmm. really cool to have them like numbered one through thirty yeah, at the okay, time, yeah, you know, yeah. and and anything that made a picture looked amazing. But I guess he felt fine with just being able to pull it out and look at the figure when he wanted. But yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Uh, let's see. For uh, reaction, the Robotech figures are finally coming, which I am so super excited about. Um, so you might not get excited about Robotech. Well, are you a Robotech fan? No. Okay. Uh, would you buy a vintage style uh, Jetfire action figure? No. Okay. Wow. I have the I have the original. Right. <laughs> so you don't want a three and three quarter five point of articulation figure of him? No. No. <laughs> I I have a. I actually have a brand new Jetfire that I that the the tape popped open on the box and I decided to open it. Oh wow! Wow! It was it was sealed. Oh god! And it's the it's the whitest of white that you've ever seen in your life. It's oh. beautiful. I love it. That was a uh, Vern Vern uh, as a present sent me one, but it's got yellowing and stuff like that. It was yeah. it was his upgraded one. Or, mm-hmm. or the the one he upgraded from, I should say. Right. 
but uh yeah oh god i love that figure so much yeah it's it's such an awesome i mean that toy is just an amazing toy yeah i mean come on that i mean i never had that as as a kid but i had a lot of friends that had it you know and and man there's just so much play value with that 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 oh man it's that's i think that's the best transformer i'll be honest with you Huh? That's that's a. I I really feel that that is the best statement there. Well, because but it's it's an it's an amazing jet. It's it's it can do the you know you can do the the girl walk. walk. I mean, if if you if you're you know if you're into the Robotech stuff and you can do the girl walk and if you know if you if you want a really good. I mean, that figure's got a lot of articulation for G one. Come on, that's like the most articulated figure. I mean, come on, it's. Freaking Jetfire Man, Skyfire, whatever you want to call them, freaking awesome. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It is a, it is a fun toy. Um, uh, with reaction, a couple of other like ex- things that are exciting for me at least. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins, like come on, like vintage NES Ghosts and Goblins reaction figures, and then this. Now, true. True hip hop fans, true b boy fans, don't call breakdancing breakdancing. You call it b boying, you know. Um, uh, And it's it stands for break boy. It it stands for the people that would dance during the breaks of a mute of a song. Mm-hmm. And so that's where B-Boy comes from, and that's where Breaking comes from. Uh, true fans know that uh, uh, Beat Street is the tr- is the most true, like, mass-released Breaking movie out there, and hip-hop in general uh, features Crazy Legs, a, a, a pioneer in the fucking field. Uh, but... I love the cheesiness of breaking. So Beat Street is East Coast, Breakin' is West Coast. And then, of course, everybody, if you don't know Breakin', I'm sure you know Breakin' 2, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, so they're coming out with Breakin' reaction figures. Oh, my goodness. I am super excited. <laughs> so you could get a Turbo figure and, and shit like that. Uh I I am really excited. That is an insane license for them to get, and and I'm super excited. Uh, Last up, uh, Loyal Subjects, which uh, I know we've talked about quite a bit on here. Uh, One of the only ways to get any kind of new G.I. Joe news on the show. They are going absolutely insane. Their booth at Toy Fair was Excuse me, crazy. Um, they're going to start doing aliens and predators in in their what they call articulated vinyl figure lines. So those kind of oversized head uh, figures that they've been doing for uh, Masters, GI Joe. Now they're doing Thundercats. Uh, so they're going to be doing aliens and predators, and then crossing those over, of course, to do aliens versus predators, and then doing a ton, a ton of uh, video game licenses as well. Uh, one of the ones I saw this weekend, uh, which we're going to get into in just a second, going to my my true at the start of their liquidation 
sale. Uh, I saw the uh, Loyal Subjects Mega Man figures. And that's one of those I kind of like the oversized head on a Mega Man. You know, but... Yeah, because of the helmet, yeah. Exactly. But again, being blind bag, like, there were two figures out of the 12 that I would have liked to have, and I'm just mm. not taking that chance at 13 bucks a piece, you know? Uh, so, yeah, so that was some of the uh, Toy Fair uh, news that we didn't get to kind of uh, an addendum to our Toy Fair show and then stuff that we just didn't have time to get to last week. So, uh, But I still wanted to bring it up because I watched almost all of Pixel Dan's and big shout out to him. You know, if anybody doesn't know Pixel Dan, uh, he started off doing uh, master's reviews and that's kind of where he got his uh, claim to fame. But uh, where he kills it is going to Toy Fair and doing walkthroughs and interviews with people there. He did something like 67 videos for this Toy Fair of walkthroughs and interviews and stuff like that. 67 of them. I mean, that's just insane. So basically, if you want to know about any toy booth, uh, go watch one of his walkthroughs because now that he his kid is about the same age as mine and so he's starting to do interviews with some of the like a like he did a walkthrough of the Imaginext booth and shit okay. like that yeah. so uh, big shout out to him I mean he is basically where I get most of my toy news from from Toy Fair cool. All right, let's go ahead and get into toy news. So I think um, the saddest thing, especially based on the last show where we were kind of hypothesizing what what might happen, and now we know um, our favorite big box toy store is now closing all of their stores. Yeah. Uh, liquidation sales should have started nationwide. Uh, they got kind of a false start. Uh, they announced them for the 22nd and got kind of a false start there. But, um, at least in my area, they officially kicked off on Friday. Yeah. Um, you posted, I, I took the same picture of the sign that they had posted, um, because it's, it's very interesting. Not team. Yeah, uh, yeah. My my sale started Friday as well. Um, I actually didn't get there until Saturday, um, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's you know, I mean, they they started with the ten percent off. Um, Lego is five percent off, mm-hmm. um, and uh, like baby formula diapers and stuff. There was no discount on any of those. Oh wow! So I yeah, there was. So maybe that just I, I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with the baby babies are us part of it or something I, I have no idea but um yeah so i mean it was you know as soon as you walked in they had a they had a jeffrey sign there stating that he's going to be there uh, on sunday and um you know that was the last time to take a picture with jeffrey the giraffe and there was also a sign at the register showing that um, as of the 23rd there's absolutely no returns uh, no warranties no parts um you know, nothing can be ordered. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's basically about it. Uh, you know, the, the, 
you know, I was talking to the one girl and yeah, she said fixtures are going to be for sale. Uh, you know, and the store was, you know, the workers were still in there working. Um, the store was, you know, I was, you know, a little bit, a little bit unorganized. Uh, but for the most part, you know, the shelves were still, still decently packed. Um, really no transformers at, at any of mine. Uh, they, I mean, just, you know, little, little stuff here and there. Uh, no, no masterpiece figures or anything like that. So, yeah, and mine, mine was actually a different story. Mine was a fucking, me- and I just went to one, um, and I went on Saturday as well. Mine was a fucking madhouse, dude. The parking well, lot was completely oh, no. packed. Yeah, yeah, no, no, the, the parking lot. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. Yeah, there was a lot of people there. I was just oh, okay. referring to. You know, it, it, there wasn't a lot of excitement for me since it was, like I said, it was only 10% off. And personally, I don't really have anything there I'm going to buy anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Even during the sale, I just don't collect that kind of stuff uh, at this point in, in my in my uh, collecting. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, no, the, the stores were packed. Uh, yeah. and, and, be, and honestly, the stores have been a lot busier even before the liquidation started. So, you know, just getting people back into the toy store. Um, there was some news. They had some uh, local news blurbs and, and stuff like that where the news was actually on site. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, it's yeah. Uh, I'm hoping I can get it. I'd like to get at least a logoed sign. So I, I asked the one manager, she told me to, to come check back with her next week. So we'll see. Um, you know, I'd like to get some sort of a Toys R Us branded sign. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I can get them to sell me the, the letters on the outside of the building. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind the big R, you know, in the quotes. <laughs> You know how big that is. Those letters—they look small, but those letters are probably like five feet tall. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, I'd put them right on my front lawn. Yeah. Oh, so, so mine was packed. People just buying tons of shit, and I just wanted to be like, "Where were you?" You yeah. know, because ten percent is nothing. Well, if you get yeah, a credit card, you get ten percent off every Thursday. Do you, you know? feel? Do you feel the, the people that were in there were basically using up gift cards? I mean, because I I, 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 agree with you. I agree with you. Like, where were those people? You know, the only thing I can think of is it's just people that are just using gift cards and just don't you know need to you know, get rid yeah, of and and that definitely could be true. Um, I had one woman like just kind of sucking it up but throwing it in there every chance she could get with the clerk because what's crazy is they're not accepting reward certificates i mean those are fucking basically gift cards once you earn once you earn them yeah but if you didn't use them you lost them there was yeah. no advance notice on that like whatsoever i mean besides well i mean unity like use that shit you know, but but at, at this point, I, I think the reason behind that is Toys R Us is no longer Toys R Us, right? It's just owned by a liquidator at this yeah, point. Isn't that how it works? So it's not yeah, all of their 
I mean, they were even say there was. Um, I was listening to the the realm of collectors this week, and there was a, a gentleman named Marcus. He was one. He's he is currently one of the managers. He's been he's been managing Toys R Us for I think he said fifteen years. Yeah. Um, and uh, I forgot what state he said he was in, but but yeah, I mean, he was you know he was talking about all the different things, and and uh, yeah, basically all the programs are shut down. Um, you know, any of the orders are basically going to get canceled. You know, if you had in-flight orders, you know, those orders will, are not going to be honored. They'll just cancel them. You know, if you had like exclusives you're waiting for or mm. stuff, you know, stuff you pre-ordered or anything like that. Hmm. So, yeah, it's 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 done. I mean, it's owned by, you know, the liquidators have taken over and um you know, uh, they were they were also saying that uh, just uh, keep keep an eye on on the the store stock because uh, the when the liquidator comes in, sometimes what they do is they actually bring in additional stock and they mark those those items up to make it look like the store is fuller. Yeah. And uh, so that's another thing that that could be happening as well. But yeah, it's I mean it's it's really over. It's just you know liquidators are are in there and and they don't really have anything to do with Toys R Us. They're just you know they're they're there to do their job. Yeah, it was it was super sad for us. I took Mackenzie, and uh, it, it was super sad. Like our shelves were clearing. Like I mean, there were there were bare shelves and oh, places okay. and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it was right. it was kind of crazy, um, and it was hard to explain to Mackenzie like right. what was going on because you know she grasped it. So she basically said, "So we have to go to Walmart and Target to buy our toys now." And I said, "Yeah, that's that's what we'll have to do. There won't be any stores that are just all toys like this one anymore." Now, did you ever did you ever bring her into Toys R Us when they did like, you know, they'll do like a little Lego build and oh, you know, all you, you the would, time, dude. Okay, okay. So she's used to Okay, gotcha. So, since, okay. Since she was 3 years old and could mimic what we would build, mm-hmm. I was like because I was always jealous because and and when we went to do them I would see grown-ups like right. asking for those sets right, even though right. they say it's for you know five to 12 years old but i never yep. did that but when i had a kid i was like oh now i can do all the build events and <laughs> yeah. get all these little exclusive kits yeah. and shit so yeah we've done every single one for two years yeah know? i mean that so, that's that, that's tough yeah that's yeah. uh yeah i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of good things that that they did um you know, I mean, I know, you know, growing, I know growing up, I, I actually, uh, I met, uh, I met Michael Knight, David. Oh, Hassel. really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, I, I remember that day and, uh, he had his little, he was signing his, his picture, uh, and yeah, I was a I was a little kid, and I, I met uh, Night Night Rider. That was when the the Night Rider toy came out, the the kit car that had the. Oh flashing lights stuff yeah it was, it was neat and uh yeah along with that they were giving away these these little these treat boxes and they would do that you know here and there uh these little toys R Us treat boxes and they were free and you get like little candy and you got kazoos and yo-yos and it was a box full of like you know just i mean 
you know, little party kids favors. Yeah, yeah, party party favors. It was like a little lunchbox thing, you know, cardboard little lunchbox. And then it, it, I think it had a couple like Jeffrey dollars in there and then there was coupons and it was just really neat. And it had candy like I mean, the, the laws aren't the same as they were back then. You know, they literally had like loose candy and stuff yeah. in it. You know, <laughs> I mean, it was they had cookies and it was just like, you know, man, the good old days, man. So. Exactly. And it for me, it was even more sad to see um, to see the people that have worked at at least the one that's closest to my house to see the people that have worked there for five to ten years, yeah. you know, like overseeing all a bunch of new faces that I had never seen before, kind of overseeing all these new faces and shit as, you know, this was their opera. I've always thought about like how cool that would be to work your way up through Toys R Us to where you right. become like a regional manager overseeing sure, sure. like 12 stores or something. Yeah. And I'm sure that's what a lot of these adults thought too. Like I'm going to mm-hmm. stick out this retail bullshit because eventually it'll be a career. And now it's just like done. Yeah, I really. I didn't think it would affect me as much, but I mean, I I literally got depressed. Yeah, you know. Um. So mm. yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, if that's not depressing enough, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is just this is just crazy. I mean, yeah. I mean, you want to talk about uh, not? It's not iron irony uh so many people use that wrong but uh but anyways the uh uh the founder of toys r us also died this week so that's that's kind of tough you know and and who knows who you know when you get to be that age he was 94 when you get to be that age i mean even even science professionals like doctors are just like we don't know what is keeping people alive sometimes you know like your entire body is failing everything's going to shit but somehow you're still hanging on and this is one of those times where i think like you know lots of people say once somebody has a chance to say goodbye to everybody they want to say goodbye to that's when they will pass away you know, I, I truly think that this had something to do with this guy finally, you know, moving on from our our plane. Oh, know? because of because of the fall of Toys R Us, you yeah. feel that he's he's just you know, his heart is just like just yeah. gave out at that point. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, okay. Well, yeah, it could be. But so yeah, I mean just to talk about uh talk about uh what do you god he's just uh he's just like okay okay this is it toys r us is done i'm done Done. i'm out that's it i'm out see ya and then he just yeah he's just gone he's expired so all right well pretty sad so uh yeah what about this kb uh yeah so we got we got to end on a good note here so the rest of the show isn't all sadness uh kb may be coming back there is a company out there uh that had actually uh it's called strategic marks um now uh 
I don't know if this uh, strategic marks, that sounds like a company that just buys trademarks. Yeah. But uh, when Toys R Us bought KB, they didn't protect the trademark on it. So that was available and someone picked it up. And now they're talking about uh, bringing back the experience we loved as a child, just as you remembered them. Um so I I would fucking love it. Like I say, we had a little discussion on the group. Like, you know, if you had to relaunch a, a nationwide toy chain um, and you had your choice of what would bring people into the store, what would you call it? You know, like if, if Toys R Us came back, I think that would bring people in the store. Just like when they said... Twinkies are going away, and then they brought back Twinkies. You know, it was a huge yeah, surge. I, I, I don't know. So I think the charm of, you know, a real, I think the charm of having a real toy store, you know, like a real Toys R Us or a real KB Toys versus mm-hmm. what I would consider a fake, you know, is, you know, it's, they would literally have to have the same deco, like they would yeah, need like the blue counters, blue counter. you know, for KB, the yeah. the red, you know, the 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 yellow and, and red signs. Um, they would need to literally bring back all that nostalgic, uh, you know, layout. Yeah. Um, you know, just have you know, literally just one register up front. Like literally, it just has to be that way. And KB was always just in malls, so it didn't have a whole lot of uh, of space. Yeah, it's not and, like they could take over the, yeah. the Toys R Us spaces. And yeah, it just it. I'm just saying it's it's not going to be the same. It, it's kind of how I feel about when I see these Toys R Us expresses pop up in the mall. I don't feel those are Toys R Us. Like I, it just doesn't feel the same. It doesn't have the right lettering. You know the colors. It's just all disorganized. There's no flow to the store. You know that that's kind of how I feel. Um, but yeah, if they do it, um, yeah, absolutely. They, they're going to have to do it the right way. I was looking at the, the website, the, the retro department stores.com website. And, uh, yeah, it looks like this company is just there to bring back old stores that people remember. Um, it doesn't look like they've actually acted on any of them. It just, it's just a real basic website that they put on like a real, uh, it's not even, it's not even anything great. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know if if they're going to do it, you know, especially with KB, just uh, like uh, like Brian Brink said, you know, definitely make sure they get the uh, the red markers ready and uh, the, the, the the physical price tags. We need all that back. Yeah. Um, exactly. And uh, they're going to have to they're going to have to mark the stuff down. So uh, somehow they're going to have to lose money on the stuff in order to get us back buying the stuff. <laughs> and they're going to have to buy a bunch of vintage transformers and put them in the bin three for ten dollars. You know, I mean, they're, they're going to have to do it the right way. I, I, I just don't want to see them do it half assed if they're going to do this. So they got a lot to learn. Hopefully these people behind the strategic marketing really understand what we're actually looking for. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I I'm pretty sure that it's kind of it's going to be similar to if it happens, it'll be similar to like uh reboots that you see with the movies and all that. 
there'll be a couple winks and a couple nods, but it's not going to be the same, you know, and it never will be. It might get, it might get a few more people in the door, but any, any true believer, true lover will, will be able to suss out the, you know, suss out the true quality of what they're doing. Yeah. So there, and just just a side comment. There is a mall uh, here that that uh, that I actually went to over the weekend, and it uh, it still has the KB Toy Store uh, in the mall. Uh, it's no longer called KB, but someone bought them, and they did they did open up a toy store in that same retail space, oh, and they kept awesome. they kept the blue and red counters and. So they kept all that stuff. So it, it it's real interesting, you know, even though it doesn't have a vintage, you know, that's not my KB. Yeah. Uh, you know, it still is interesting. Like I was actually walking around, I was looking at the pegboard, I was looking at the holes in the pegboard. Like there's there's all this stuff that I'm sitting there and I'm looking at and then in my mind I'm registering that back to my hometown, you know, KB and I'm visualizing what this would have what this looked like back in the day since the counters and stuff were still there, it still really triggered all that, you know, and they just had garbage toys in there from China. You know, they were just selling, you know, just junk toys and stuff, you know, nothing crazy. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, it was just real, real interesting. So I, I think if, if they can do this, they, they literally have to have like either the original vintage counters or something <laughs> like they, they have to have something to bring it back to, to tie it all together. So yeah. we'll see. Um, let's see, uh, Java's barge. So we're coming up on, uh, just, uh, uh, just over a week left to purchase, uh, Java's barge. Uh, the cool thing is we have gotten some painted picks, which look absolutely amazing. I mean, these things, I mean, it looks beautiful now again. Even though they're saying they're sparing no expense on the deco and stuff, this is the hand-painted version, which never translates one-to-one, that kind of stuff. But, oh, God, it just looks gorgeous. Um, The... uh, (laughs) There's a stuffed baby Rancor on the wall, which is a little weird. Uh, But... uh, the big thing that they added is that they are going to be producing a uh, Power of the Force carded vintage, uh, not vintage, but uh, uh, super articulated to the vintage collection style yak face that will come with this. And I assume it's going to come with the, with the coin. Um, but I have seen in the past where they make a card that just looks like there's a coin in the package and there's actually not, uh, that might be a possibility. Um, they also confirmed that this job of the hut is the same three and three quarter job of the hut that came with the, uh, black series rancor battle pack, that big hundred dollar battle pack. Hmm. Uh, but that they're just, they're taking it over the top with the deco is what they said or something like that. So yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Not a, not a new Jabba, but, uh, still a fairly good, uh, model. And then, uh, 
There was a QA. Uh, they did a invite only Google Hangout with the um with the fan sites that they uh basically work with during any of the major events and the people that they send they send product sampler boxes to and that kind of stuff. Uh a little bit of interesting information so that yak face considering they'd only be making fi- at least uh, you know only making around 5000 of these that yak face would be the rarest uh hasbro star wars figure ever produced um so that's kind of crazy right now other figures that were uh, produced in even higher numbers, like Comic-Con exclusives are usually produced in about ten to 15,000 uh, lots. Uh, there are figures like the carded Salacious Crumb and the carded Mouse Droid that were just additional figures in a larger set. Those figures by themselves go for like 300 bucks a piece nowadays. Wow. So that's their big thing here is like, Dude, you buy this and you just want the barge and you don't want that figure. Again, it's all speculation, but mm-hmm. within a couple years, you should be able to sell that figure by itself for a couple hundred bucks. Um, let's see. Standard customer service for anything broken. Uh, they will be doing uh, updates throughout the process. So it's not like you just pay all your money on April 1st and then a year later is when you receive your barge. Uh, talked about the job already. They're looking at trying to re-release the Slave Leia to go along with the Jabba and the Sail Barge. Uh, not be included, but be a figure that you can purchase. Again, that Slave Leia goes for ridiculous amounts of money because uh, right before Carrie Fisher passed away, they said they were not going to produce Slave Leia figures anymore. So now they're kind of going back on that. Uh, Will the box be taped? This is interesting because um, if you are trying to buy this for any kind of investment or, you know, you're worried about the value... If they don't tape the box, that right there is going to make the value secondary market value drop on this. Right, because you're not going to know if all the pieces are there or... Or if somebody just opened it up and played with stuff and then packed it all back up. Okay, right. And since they're all all on tape, there's no way to tell. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, I would would prefer to have it, you know, factory taped. I, I'm all. I'm a huge fan of factory tape. E- even if you want to have uh, resealable packaging and stuff, mm-hmm. I still say tape it so you can tell whether something's been opened or not. You know, yeah. and if you're just a collector that wants to put his figure back into his packaging, awesome. You know. Uh, so they thought at first it wouldn't be, and now they're like, well, we don't know, and it may or may not be still. Uh, as far as HasLab Star Wars campaigns, uh, they said ideal would be one per year. So basically following the BMF, you know, large vehicle one a year kind of thing. Uh, let's see. Um, 
They've gained a lot of, they're gaining a lot of insights. So they, they talked about payment plans and stuff like that. And they're kind of like hindsight is 2020. This was the first shot at that. They'll be making, you know, they'll be making changes as they do more has lab projects. Cause that's the whole thing. If this barge doesn't make it, they've put a lot of money in this has lab branding and website and all the thought that's gone into it. So there'll be a HasLab Transformers product, and there'll probably be a HasLab, you know, My Little Pony project or something like that, you know. Uh, let's see. Features. Oh, so here are some of the features that are included. Uh, prison door slides open and closed. Two individually sized shackles and chains have been included to accommodate different sized action figures. Uh, it comes with out any foot pegs uh, except for the cannon. Uh, Hasbro wanted to keep the aesthetic as movie accurate as possible and also prevent where people uh, might want to place figures as they populate this massive vehicle. I'm a fan of foot pegs on vehicles, so that's unfortunate. Um, the axe, uh, so. In one of those pictures, they show kind of a weapons room, and they say the axes are permanently affixed to the wall of the sail barge. However, there are places to place loose weapons packaged with figures. Hmm. Uh, the Jabba, the dais, uh, hit Jabba's dais, his little throne thing he sits on, uh, is movable. His microphone can be taken out of the control panel. Uh, in the movie, he talks over a microphone when he's announcing that they're going to die. They are going to give a cord extra link so C-3PO can hold it. Oh, yeah, sorry, not Jabba. C-3PO translates for Jabba and reads it over the microphone. Uh, Jabba's mural is painted like a real painting. Gamorrean guard head, Rancor, and Ishitib are all painted trophies. Uh, figures who pilot Jabba's sail barge will be able to walk through the back of the cockpit into the main sail barge. So that's kind of cool. Working cockpit door. Uh, the trap door on the top level goes directly into the prison cell. Um, let's see. So here's where, uh, at least this Jedi Temple archive said, Hey, uh, uh, throw in the, the vintage collection, Salacious Crumb, and the Mouse Droid, and this thing will be backed in a day. So those are those figures that cost like two to three hundred bucks a piece now. Um, and he retorted that you said the same thing when we when you told us to include the Yak Face, uh-huh. and and the Yak Face did. There was a spike. There was a spike of like five hundred orders when they announced mm. that Yak Face. Um, but they still need they still need fifteen hundred more orders in a week. So they they literally need um, another thirty three percent, you know, over thirty three percent. I mean, do you feel it's do you feel it's going to get funded, or do you think that that's not enough time to? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I so I, I mean, would they just? would they just kill the project or would they offer it again? Or, I mean, it seems like they've got a lot of, you know, they definitely have a lot of work that they put into this. And now with the painted prototype, or maybe that's just a render, I don't know, but you know, it's, 
it's really a shame because I'm sure there's a lot of people that really do want this, you know, this could be a centerpiece of someone's collection, you know? Yeah. I mean, 3,500 is huge. I mean, I could see them trying to do it again, uh, offering payment plans. Um, the big thing is, uh, no one internationally can buy them. Oh, and okay. People think because they just say the shipping would be out of control. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, an oversized box like that, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah, because speaking of the box, what is, uh, we have a link here to the dimensions. Uh, box is, all right, come on, uh, 14 inches deep. 50 inches wide and 15 inches tall. So, I mean, that, that thing's yeah. insane. But still, I think it. they just need to work with partners like Hasbro Asia or, you know, stuff like that um, to be able to offer this internationally. Um, but, yeah, it, it is ridiculous. I mean, that's four feet wide or if you stand it on its side, four feet tall. That's a crazy, crazy box, um, and then fourteen pounds on top of it. So yeah, but weight—you know—weight doesn't really matter at this point. If you're, you know, it's it's all volume at Is this it? point. Yeah, okay. anytime you ship something these days, it's uh, the weight doesn't really matter. Oh. Yeah, like Fed, FedEx, UPS—they don't. I mean, you you still type in your dimensions of the box, but it's mm. all dimensional weight. Everything is dimensional weight. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, I finally found all the dimension or all the dimensions, all the legends figures for Mark in Australia, mm-hmm. and the weight went up, but the box size didn't change, and yeah, it didn't change the shipping price at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, like the toy news is all kind of Star Wars this time around. We have a couple Transformers things, but uh, next up for Lom. Eyes, so this is the Black Series, 6-inch Forlom, are uh, light up um, and not with any kind of batteries or anything. But what they did is they just used glow-in-the-dark paint. So kind of a cool, uh, kind of a cool little feature there, you know. Um, the Bandai Star Wars model kits are going to be coming to the U.S., so these were originally um, originally uh, Asian market only model kits uh, that people really love. They're super high end model kits, uh, but now Bluefin is going to be distributing them here in the U.S. Uh, what's crazy is, at least in the Asian market, these kits come in one twelfth scale, one sixth scale, and one half scale. Mm. So that I'm like a one half scale model kit. That would be insane. Yeah, that's uh, uh, <laughs> that's that's really interesting, though. I wonder what the price. You know, I mean, there. I wonder how the pricing structure is for half scale. Yeah, because they're saying the one twelfth would be anywhere from twenty eight to fifty bucks, which is not that much cheaper than the import prices on these models. So I don't know where. Are these fully painted, or are these just... Uh, they're, uh, it, the plastic is painted. 
And they okay. even uh, the the big thing here. I think they talk about it. Yeah, they talk about the uh, uh, digitally printed likenesses are being used on here too. So what what Hasbro calls digital paint or whatever. Oh, okay. So like the faces should be perfect on these things. Interesting. So. I guess you'd have to be real careful when you're assembling them, you know, especially like C-3PO. I mean, to have the, he's going to have that shiny paint. Yeah, exactly. With like sprue marks and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. it's, it's like, it's, that's, that's interesting that, because it would, I mean, it, these parts would be on a sprue, right? I mean, it's a model that, kit. That's so, my assumption. And that's, yeah. it would be nice to have Peter on here because I think he has a couple of these kits, but yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, more Star Wars, this time Lego. Walmart has a new poly bag that's going to be available through them. Um, I thought we would be seeing this uh, sooner. I thought we'd be seeing this as a uh, as an Easter uh, poly bag, something to throw in kids' Easter baskets, but... Uh, it's not showing up yet. This is a TIE fighter, and what they're basically saying is it's going to be based on its appearance in the Han Solo movie. So it'll be a early version of a TIE fighter. Um, now, finally, something that uh, something that maybe not that you care about, but that you can at least relate to. Uh, who is this? XM Studios 1 10th scale Megatron. So not, not, well, I guess, so what's 1 10th scale when it comes to a Transformer, though? Is that still going to be like a three-foot statue? No, no. I think uh, I think I read in the comments that they're basing it on... I think it's 18 feet. I forgot. I forgot what they said, but I think they were basing it on like an 18 foot tall robot. And then somehow they're, they're using that as the scale or something. I I never really. No, see, that's not going to be right either. Um, I really don't know. This unfortunately just did not interest me. I, I do not. I'm not into the styling that they used. Um, it's it's got a, it's a little too much stylized for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I, it, I it, think it's deviated too much. In my it's opinion. a little too much. Like even the, the the chest really bothers me. I don't I don't I don't uh, connect with the chest. Yeah, uh, I can't like. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely there's been a you know the Prime One's done a Megatron, um, you know Imaginary Mart has not shown off their Megatron yet, but I'm sure they're going to do it. But yeah, I'm not too sure about this one tenth, you know, and that's the whole thing, right? It's all about these licenses that really hurt all of this. Yeah, you know, when one company signs and gets the license, then that's it. So most likely, the reason why they had to choose one tenth scale is I believe this will be allowed to be, this is going to be allowed to be sold in in various markets. Mm. Now, remember I was telling you on the last episode that XM Studios is, is a Singapore company, and they do not, like, when you're talking about Marvel, um, 
you know, they don't have the license to sell Marvel in the United States. Um, so that's where, you know, you have to, like I was explaining to you, like for Ghost Rider, I had to, you know, pre-order with someone that I thought I knew, you know, in Singapore, that kind of a thing. Uh, and they have to actually go to XM Studios and place a pre-order directly, and then you've got to wait. So this is something where XM Studios is able to branch out, and they're able to actually sell these items, uh, you know, in broader markets instead of just you know being able to sell them to you know Asia or whatever. You know, they're finally going to be able to break into the U.S. market. Mm-hmm. But with that said, they're they're sacrificing it because they can only get the the scale of one tenth. You know, whereas in Prime One. Prime One had the, you know, quote unquote quarter scale. I mean, it's not even really quarter scale. It's because there's really no scale for these robots. But, you know, Prime One has the two foot, the license for the two foot statue. I guess Mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to say. So this is going to be much smaller than the the two foot. This is literally going to probably be, I'm guessing it's going to be like 12 to maybe 12, 13 inches. I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I don't I don't like the styling of it. I I think it's just too, yeah, it's just too too stylized, man. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you want the uh, quality of a statue but still posable, uh, Flame Toys, uh, they're the guys that did the uh, drift. Basically, a three hundred dollar figure, uh, yeah. non transformable. Uh, they are going to be doing Tarn. And, uh, we talked about this before. He looks amazing. Yeah, this is, this is, I don't know, I I don't know anything about Tarn. Uh, but this is, if you're a fan, absolutely. This is, this is beautiful. I mean, I, I can't wait to see the actual, you know, the actual real, you know, in hand pictures of this. But, what we're seeing right now is is amazing, and like you said, it's articulated. You know, yeah. you're gonna have people that say, "Oh, it doesn't transform," blah blah blah. But hey, this is this is a really highly detailed, articulated figure. It's gonna have joints that are gonna be moving correctly, you know, and it's not gonna sacrifice what you know engineering has to do to you know to to make something transform so you can make something look a lot better uh without having the transforming mechanism so yeah and i love the look of tarn again i i know who he is i know that he's from the idw the uh, the djd and all that kind of shit or the djd uh, and and i love my mmc version Mm-hmm. Um, I just, there's, there's not again. And because I'm cheap, um, there's not enough here to do this over my MMC version that actually transforms. Uh, one of the things I do love is that his cannons, um, his cannon will go forward a la Bruticus where they drop down over his shoulders um, the MMC one cannot do that, and I thought that was kind of a lost opportunity because uh, it wouldn't have taken too much to give them the ability to do that. But uh, yeah, there's just not enough there to make me do that over my hundred dollar actual transforming transformer, you know. 
So yeah, and this is this is official, right? So yeah, and so that, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big thing. that's a big yeah. deal that that Hasbro is is allowing. You know, I mean, Hasbro is never going to allow a third party to make a transformer. You know, yeah, it's exactly. it's you know, it's it's just like my my Ultimetal figures. Those are real Hasbro licensed figures. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, that's not you know, but they're they're articulated action figures. That's what yeah. they are, and you know, they'll they'll never transform. But um, yeah, I mean, this is this is really. This is really amazing. Did they say what the scale, what size this was? Did they actually say the size of this? Is this um, this is going to be six inches or twelve inches or? So their their drift was about six or seven inches because I saw okay. that in person at TFCon. Um, let me see. And Tarn yeah. Tarn would Tarn should be considerably larger than drift i mean not considerably but he should be bigger okay um let me see here's drift on tf source let's see if they give uh 7.8 inches tall for drift and he should be bigger than than drift so i would assume somewhere i've i'd assume somewhere about 10 inches on him uh drift was 300 so probably going to be looking at 400 for this guy hmm. but, yeah. yeah crazy but i think it's good you know this is this is good you now have official they're transformers but they're they're action figures you know yeah. so and and it's it's we're talking high end so you know if you're if you're tired of just the normal you know transformers that are coming out from third parties and stuff and you want to look into you know the you know the upper end market this is exactly you know that's going to start basically wetting your whistle <laughs> you know yeah. to to get into this stuff you know so it's this is great i you know it's the consumer is the one who wins because you know, these companies are taking the chance, you know, I mean, can you imagine like, you know, being a company and taking a huge chance on this? I mean, it's got to cost a lot for those licensing, you know? Yeah. Shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and finally take a break here. Good Lord. What are we an hour and 20 minutes already? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, take a break and we'll be back after these messages with third party. Introducing Blaster. He looks like an innocent radio, but transformed is the powerful Autobot communicator. Transformers, each sold separately. All right, guys, welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into third party. First up, Toy Hacks has their monthly update. Um, not a lot of crazy stuff this month. Um, let's see. Uh, one of the things that I, I personally liked in there is uh, they have a really inexpensive uh, uh, cell shaded windows kit for mp10 i think that looks good yeah i was yeah i was thinking about that because that does look neat yeah yeah i've seen i've seen it where they overdo it with the cell shading but 
considering this is just the windows. And it looks like it actually goes on the inside of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So for three three bucks, now granted, you got to pay shipping too, but um, yeah, I don't think there was actually anything else that really kind of grabbed my eye here. Um, they have new stickers for the uh, Fuhrer, which is, uh, in my opinion, is Rumble, but of course uh, MMC is considering him Frenzy. Uh, to make that uh, the Ocular Max one uh, more accurate, that one's kind of cool. But yeah, not not a big, not not a lot of fun stuff. Uh, DJD symbols. If you just wanted some uh, DJD symbols to go with it, again, these are. I guess what makes them DJD is that they're yellow. Again, yeah, don't know don't know enough about it but so that's pretty much it for toy hacks this month uh i literally just skipped to the next section ideas lego ideas tron cycles have been finally announced and and previewed here um i'm super excited for this light cycles are are some of my favorite vehicle concepts of all time so again has nothing to do with the four franchises but uh i i wanted to bring these up because they look amazing yeah when, when i was uh when i was collecting hot toys uh, uh hot toys made a uh a light cycle and oh, uh really? yeah wow. yeah uh, one six scale uh, and it you know it did light up and everything and yeah it was it was very very highly detailed and it looked great. It, it had some. It had some flaws, but um, it uh, it had some electrical flaws that uh, collectors were complaining about the the, oh, the, the wow. switches and stuff where they were breaking connections and stuff. But but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's this is definitely something that is it's really neat. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if I would personally. Um, I don't. I, so I don't own any Lego. Not, not I, one I'm, single set. nothing. Not a blind bag, nothing. The only the closest that I got into it was the uh, the Creo Transformers. I know this is bad, but yeah, <laughs> that, this is this is the closest that I got to any type of Lego esque. Um, you know, I was I was just buying the minifigures. Oh, you remember that all the blind uh, yeah. the, the the blind bags, and then you know this was this was like before. I think this was before you you were feeling the bags. This was when the codes were actually on the bags, and then yeah. you would cross reference the codes. And I think this is where it all started. And then then the codes went away, and then people had to just feel for what was there. Um, I don't know, but yeah, that was I, so. I, I have a complete set of that um, of all of those uh, those figures, and I have a. I have a complete set of all the the G one Creo figures as well, and uh, that's it. You know, that's the closest that I've I've gotten. I just I feel like if I get into Lego, it's going to be bad for me, and I'm going to have a problem. Uh, I'm just not good with uh, I'm not good with collecting stuff because I want to just collect every. You know, I want to collect the whole line. So I, I just uh, yeah, I don't know. That wouldn't. Uh, like even the Voltron, the Voltron that's going to come out. 
um, you know, that's that's going to be a hard one for me to pass up. But um, yeah, I don't know. Don't do it, dude. Get the Voltron. Um, let's see. Uh, articulated penises. <laughs> so I just I wanted to start doing this. Uh, some of the comments people have left on the episode, I'm including in listener feedback and questions whether they wanted me to feature it or not. I kind of thought like, uh, maybe they don't want me to be talking about that on the show, but I, I included some of the comments there. Um, this was another thing that uh, came up over in the group, and uh, it, it started by Rock um, sharing a link to eBay of a, a one <laughs> a one sixth uh m33 type strong figure waiter type clothes set fit 12 inch muscular figure and oh my god like it is just go so, again go to the show notes go take a look at the links and then ex- start expanding some of the replies and, and oh my god dude there there are literally penises that you can buy to augment your mm-hmm. one twelve like hot toys or you know other high end twelve inch figures <laughs> go ahead sorry yeah so this is i mean and this is uh and I forgot how rock uh oh he said he was he was looking for acrylic display cases and somehow it cross referenced over to this this set of clothes which if we want to describe it it's a it's it's you know it's a male figure uh, with it looks like he's he's got a he's a waiter uh, and he has a drink on a tray and then he has a he has this uh, this basically a, a strap that goes from his neck all the way down to his junk uh, and, and that's it uh, yeah that's that's all there is that's all it is and so. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this doesn't have anything to do with what we collect. Uh, I, I would imagine. I don't know. Maybe there's some folks that are collecting this stuff. Uh, I, I did make a comment uh, that you know I am fully aware of the the, the Fison. Uh, so if you're if you're interested in this kind of stuff, and you, I would say it's not safe for work. Um, but the uh, the one six scale Fison uh, P. P-H-I-C-E-N. If you were to Google that, you will see that there is a market out there for a one-sixth uh, female anatomy uh, and uh, like fully fully sculpted. Uh, wow, <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah, everything is fully sculpted, and it's they're seamless bodies, uh, which means you do not see the joints are underneath the skin. So you don't see any of the joints. Uh, you just have a fully articulated female, um, you know, figure. And so this male figure would go along with that, I guess. And you could create your own. And there's, there's, a, there's. Uh, so when I was into the hot toys and stuff uh, years ago, this was. This is a big deal, and uh, so you know it's it starts you know very friendly where people want to make a you know beef so hot toys it took a long time for hot toys to make pepper pots, mm. and so what people were doing is they were finding these these uh, these 
you know, female figures. And they were, you know, buying clothes and basically making a pepper pots, you know, uh, before Hot Toys actually made it. And so that's how it started. But then you start seeing people pop up in the uh, in the groups showing, you know, seductive poses and <laughs> naked poses. And, you know, they're, they're, it's toy photography. But, it, you know, it got to a point where it's. You know, when you're in the normal and, and anybody who collects one six knows the group that I'm talking about. Uh, it's a huge, huge group with thousands and thousands of, of people. Um, you know, there's a lot of people in there that just don't appreciate that, you know, because it's like I said, it's you know, fully, fully sculpted everything. So, yeah, there's, um, you know, it's, uh, this didn't shock me at all. Uh, this is something that, uh, you know, was um was definitely something you know years ago when I was collecting one six that it would pop up here and there. So yeah, it, it's funny. It's it's funny that he was looking for acrylic display cases, and <laughs> somehow this male clothing set came up. So I don't know what they were doing for their tags, but uh, yeah, that's that is funny that that Rock was uh, was doing that search. <laughs> or maybe he wasn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and maybe this is something that we are learning about Rock. So the, so the yeah, the penises he found come in three states: a flaccid, a semi-flaccid, and a fully erect penis. So yeah, I'm like, this is amazing. I love it. Uh, I think I'm gonna coin the phrase uh, here. Let's. I I'm gonna pull a uh, uh, pull a Brian from. Uh, Radio Free Cybertron, Brian Kilby. Whenever he gets an amazing idea, he'll go see if the domain for whatever he wants to call it is available. I am going to see if toynography is available. So instead of pornography, it's toynography. And it's available. Uh -oh. I could start for there as, you go. for as low as one dollar for my first year. I could start toynography.com. <laughs> there you go. Oh shit! Um, right. Well, we're, we're sorry. We're sorry to any listeners that don't appreciate what we just talked about. But it was oh, it was wow. a funny post because, like I said, he was literally searching for acrylic display cases, and this this stuff popped up. So. And to me, I think you need to be offended sometimes. I think you need to not approve of someone's behavior or their actions. Uh, when I'm out in stores all the time, when I'm driving, when you don't, when like now that I'm commuting back and forth to my school every day, I drive uh, along an HOV area that's not electronically patrolled. A cop literally has to see you not have a passenger in your car for you to get any kind of repercussions. Uh, every two out of three cars is not somebody that has a carpool. Mm. And it just drives me nuts because they're just people that think the rules don't apply to them. But that's healthy. If you go through your whole life, like not having any adversity or not having to understand that, hey, People are fucking different, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. it doesn't mean that they're an awful person. Yeah, 
they don't think that rule applies to them. Uh, Mrs. McFavorite speeds all the time, unless McKenzie's in the car, but mm-hmm. speeds all the time. When, and it drives me nuts. I'm not a speeder. I don't speed. I don't think that the rules don't apply to me. You know, the rule is here's the speed limit. Uh, now, not always and, and that kind of shit, but that's kind of my general thing. And I think you need to come face to face with that kind of fucking things that might offend you, things that make you mad and just realize that, hey, people are different out there, you know. So are, are, are you saying all this to cover yourself because you did place an order for that one six male <laughs> figure and that's going to be your passenger for the HOV lane? Oh, or, my God. I would I'm just trying that. to figure that out. So when you get pulled over, you've got him <laughs> literally strapped in in the passenger seat and he's just sitting there. And you can I, just you know tell the officer, well, listen, oh, I'm sorry. You know, you know, you couldn't see him through the window, but here he is. How about I, I totally infer a personality and a existence to this figure, and that's my defense <laughs> in court, is that, you know, just like people have kids, and, and they're special to them, people have pets, and those are special to them, I have this figure, and it's special to me, and when it's with me, we are not single, we are a pair. <sighs> Yeah, I like that defense. I think that's what I'll use. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into store report. Uh, the new uh, vintage collection is hitting. People are finding them in, uh, I think it's a Fred. Uh, oh, Fry's um, around the country. This one happens to be from Chandler, Arizona. Um, but it's out there. It's hitting. It's in the States. Stores are stocking it. So if you're excited about that vintage collection, start looking. I went on a mini toy run. It was actually a return run, returning uh, some things. And I didn't see anything of them. Um, Toy box, uh, Boba Fett. And I know I just skipped a story. I'll go back. Uh, So these are the articulated Disney Infinity figures, and uh, this Boba Fett looks amazing. I was even in a mall this weekend. I've been meaning to pick one of these up to just see what the plastic's like, see what the feel's like. It just seems like, don't just, it seems like it's kind of like a small waist and like the legs are real skinny. Doesn't it look? different like the proportions are off or is it just the picture no it's super stylized it's okay, like okay, the, gotcha. it's in disney infinity was their collecting uh video game yeah 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 I, remember, yeah. yeah I remember that yeah yeah so they were all kind of stylized with bigger upper torsos um uh uh rounded lines you know okay. there's no sharp 45 degree angles that kind of stuff um, but I still want to get one of them, and I can't believe I was at a mall and totally didn't do it. Uh, Titans Return are hitting at Ross, so the uh, usually very elusive last wave of Titans Return is showing up there. Uh, looks like they have them eight bucks here, so amazing price. This is uh, particularly featuring uh, Slug Slinger. But 
wasn't Wave Six the wave that um, Windblade was in? Do you yeah, remember? and I think, and I yeah, and this is this is what happens all the time that the the later waves for some reason they it's like they skip the you know they skip the retail stores or they only they only get maybe you know one case in. Then you never see them at like Walmart or Target, but then you know Ross or these discount stores, they just they start getting cases of these things. So I just I don't understand why that happens, you know, with these later waves. It just it's just very common. Well, and they it's just because they don't make it through the retail chains. So you yeah. start by I mean, it's the reason for Star Wars you have Wave One syndrome. Is stores buy too many of Wave One and they can't work their way through it, so then it just starts backing up. So yeah. they predict you should have Wave One from February to June, and then by from June to November you should have Wave Two, and from November to this, you know January you should have Wave Three. Well, if you never get rid of your Wave Ones, you're ordering your Wave Two in november you know and shit like that and then when they discontinue a line they just get stuck and they never get distributed to the big box places and they sell it off to clearing houses like ross i mean that's yeah the one figure that i'm kind of hoping is um is trypticon so you know that's i mean is it possible do we feel that oh shit yeah i guarantee you i don't and and like I say, it might be uh, it might be Fort Max style, where what was that at like five below or something? It may not be Ross, but it'll clear. Oh, I mean, I yeah, I, I definitely you know. saw Metroplexes at Ross. So yeah. yeah. Oh, you saw a Metroplex at Ross? Not Metroplex. Sorry, uh, Fort Max. Sorry. Yeah, and sure. I saw the Fort Max at Ross too. But that was crazy that that five below got it like. That was like nine months or something where Five Below got shipments around the country and it was a Fort Maxathon out there. I thought it was Ollie's. Or was it Ollie's? I, yeah. Again, I, it was, I it was a weird, it was a weird chain, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, it was like 30 bucks, right? <laughs> it was like crazy. Uh, $60. No, but there still. was another wave. No, because my Ross got it for $60, but there was another there was another like pallets where people were buying them for like 35 bucks. It was crazy. You don't remember that? Oh, it was like Ollie's or something. Yeah, it was right. a second. So yeah. it, it there was like a first run at Ross and then there was a second run that came into this Ollie's or, or one of these other discounters and it was like 30 bucks. And I could have swore Ollie's was first, but no, again, uh, no yeah. it was Ross first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was forty at all. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, good lord. That was something I paid a hundred for, and I'm fine with it. No, you, I really you didn't. You buy? Did you, didn't you buy two to make sure that you you know save on the no <laughs> divide the discount? Isn't, wasn't that the one where you, you had to keep on buying them so they get, get cheaper each time? But now you're stuck with like six of them. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, is one. It out. <laughs> that was one that I was like, "That's what I'd have to do." But no, I am getting, I am getting good. If unemployed has done anything for me, it's made me not buy something just because it's cheap. Like 
There's uh, Star Wars figures, five POAs that are like it's a two pack for four fifty now at at Target. And even though I would like to play with that figure, that figure has no place in my collection. I will open it. I'll put it on display for a while, and then it'll be useless. It will have nowhere to go whenever I rearrange my. Whoa! You scared me. What's up? You're hungry. Okay, give me one second. We are uh, almost done with this section, and then I'll take a break and come get you food. Okay? Oh, kisses. All right. Ow. <laughs> what? Yeah. I've been, uh, okay. All right, thank you. I love you. I'll be right out. Uh, yes, please. Uh... I've been doing the uh, give me five, up high, down low, too slow on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, she's like, here, I want to give it to you down low. And so she literally <laughs> held my hand while she gave me a high five to make sure I didn't oh. pull it away. <laughs> I'm like, that's my girl. You're learning. <laughs> okay. So anyways, we digress. I, uh, well, speaking of hard to find stuff and large ticket items that uh, – hopefully go for cheap but some don't so you just never know uh so bbts put that uh siege on cybertron the sister set to the chaos on velocitron which had figures that were extremely collector oriented and go for big bucks for individuals but as a box set is kind of tough to swallow at a hundred bucks well, what they included that I have to have, and that's going to drive me nuts to have to buy the imports if I have to, were the clones out of them. So um, after the uh, Chaos on Velocitron, the Toys R Us exclusive, didn't go very well, I was like, well, I'm not going to worry about pre-ordering the Siege on Cybertron. I'll just get it when it comes out or if it gets released through Entertainment Earth or something. Well, it sold out, fuck it, it pre-order sold out, like, super fast. There was rumors that they were going to get more. I finally emailed BBTS, and this is what they replied with. I hope, I certainly hope so, in regard to getting another shipment of it. They said the product quickly sold and was well-received by our customers. I'd enjoy being able to provide this again to our consumer base. Unfortunately, that decision ultimately rests with the manufacturer, i.e. Hasbro, as we have to be offered a product solicit in order to carry the product again. I would like to think we will carry this in the future. If the manufacturer, i.e. Hasbro, is able to offer it to us, But those are not decisions I can reasonably comment on, as I do not know what manufacturers will produce, and we typically do not discuss with customers reasons for carrying or not carrying a given product. Please let me know if you have any more questions. I'll be happy to help. Have a great day. I tell you, that's one, that's a thorough reply, you know, from a customer service like that, that doesn't seem like your normal customer service. That seems like one of the owners or something. Well, and I think it's got to be, I mean, it's obviously canned because think of how often BBTS asks if they're going to get a product again or something. But what's sad is they didn't address the fact that there's been rumors of this because I put in my original email like, hey, there's been rumors that you guys are going to do a second run of this. 
Um, so yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I, I thought it'd be funny to read it on here. And you're right, it's thorough. It covers multiple bases. It's mm-hmm. basically don't ever ask us if we're going to get stock in again, you know, because yeah. we're not going to discuss that with you. <laughs> exactly. So, but, uh, so yeah, if you really want that American, and that's what I want. I have all American of the other three clones. I want the last one to be American. I'm watching one on eBay that comes out to be 120 bucks after shipping. But again, I don't want any of the other fucking figures in there. So, and I, and I'm like with you, I, I don't want to buy lots anymore to sell off most of it because I just, me in particular, I know I'm not going to sell this shit the way I should. It's just, it's a hassle, you know? I mean, how much stuff did you sell, you know, so far since you've started your your selling, you know? Nine things, nine things. It's just, it's a hassle. Nine months. Yeah. I sold it, one it, thing a month. It's that's what I'm saying. Hassle. It's just, it's just, a, it's a hassle. Yeah. It's a hassle to sell stuff, and that's why with the GI Joe figures, I'm just, <laughs> I don't want to buy lots because I'm just, I don't want to go ahead and sell. I mean, most likely, what I would do is just like you said, I'd probably keep all of the doubles. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just keep them and just whatever. You know, exactly. Online, the club, the now the only quote club, the GI Joe's Collector Club, has. Posted their incentive figures and accessories for the year. So, uh, for us three and three quarter collectors, it is a version two rock and roll. Um, you can buy it bagged or uh, carded, which is very cool um, that they're offering that immediately to the club. And then I love that I'm not a 12 inch guy. But I love the black and white offering this year. Um, It's the uh, black and white TV edition. So all of the figures are black and white looking. All of the clothes and accessories are. Are you going to are you ordering that that figure? No, no, not at all. I just think it's. Well, what are you going to what are you going to do with the one six outfit then? Because I thought that was part of this. (laughs) <laughs> are you are you messing with me? No, I thought that was the thing. I thought you were going to order this 12-inch figure and then put the waiter outfit on it. <laughs> the waiter outfit. I'm like, are you talking about the accessory outfit? Like, is you yeah. like, of course I would dress him if I got it. <laughs> yeah, I was just joking. with was trying to tie it into that, uh, that, that waiter outfit. All right. That waiter outfit would look hilarious on that 12-inch shelf. Uh, let's see uh, Zeta put up for pre-order their uh, their Toy World uh, RC and metallic paint job so. see I don't I I mean metallic what, what's the why would you do it in metallic I don't exactly I don't like, get that I mean she well uh, that's probably the agreement is like okay yeah you can put out that mold but don't do it in the you know, exact or similar deco to us. But it totally changes the figure. It totally changes Uh, what she's supposed to look like. Yeah. I think it looks awful. I think it's a, it's a shame. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is, I only know that this is toy world because, uh, who was it that corrected us? 
was it Brian? Uh, correct. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that uh, said that the Zeta dinos are the Toy World dinos. And mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense now. They're just with a metallic uh, metallic paint job. Okay. Nemesis Devastator. So this is really this is cool. cool looking. I mean, it's cool looking, but man, I mean. Yeah, who the is hell this going to buy this? Is this going to be, this is going to be a clearance, right? I mean, oh, this is. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm going to pick this up for 200 three years from now, probably. 200, you think? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, they're not. They're Has not any of the other stuff gone on sale from Gravity Builder uh, from Generation 2? No, Has any? Uh, not yet that I've seen, at least. Yeah, because, I mean, they're, they're still selling Gravity Builder for 600, so there's no. There's no discount on that, and that's been out. Gravity Builder's been out for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think mean, wasn't Generation Toy like the second Devastator, like in the mass in the in the larger scale? I mean, Generation Toy they're the ones that do the um, the highly detailed, where they have a lot of a uh, lot of line work and stuff on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they came out with uh, um, Toy Worlds, the Toy World Constructor. Was the other like masterpiece? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was one. more that was more G like G one esque, and this yeah. is more style. Generation Toy is like very stylized. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, I don't like I said, I don't, I don't think they've done any clearance, so it might take a long time. But yeah, I just I don't understand. I mean, it, it seems like the the community, you know, the 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 comments that you read from this, it seems like it's uh, you know people are definitely not into it they feel that you know they're just they're just making a a play you know to make money you know i mean wouldn't you think it'd be better to maybe do like the kb exclusive orange version i mean wouldn't that sell just if they did an orange version well they so they did the yellow version so they did the g2 i don't think gravity builder did the yellow version did they yeah okay yeah, it's the one that has it hasn't released yet, but it's pre-order. It's the one that has the dual drills for fish. Oh, okay, I see it. I see yeah. it. Yeah, five five seventy. But yeah, but I mean that's so. This is the weird thing is we have so many devastators, mm-hmm. but nobody has done the KB exclusive, which is the orange. That's true, but, and and I, I think the orange would sell. I mean, I, I mean, I just I like the color orange personally. Um. And I think that you know that that is was that's definitely something that resonates with a lot of us. You know, is is the the KB Toys exclusive uh, Devastator? Yeah. Well, see, and not to me, not to me. Oh, okay. Like, I don't remember it, and I think you don't. It, and okay. I think it's the ugliest of all the versions. Really? Yeah. So, like, I'm on the complete opposite of... Oh, of okay. Well, that's cool. So, you don't... So, is, is that because you don't like the color orange? Or you just... Because yes. you don't... Oh, really? So, and I so have, and you don't I think have orange one. and purple is cool? No. <laughs> this is interesting. Not okay. Okay, okay, cool. I just thought I just thought those those colors just... it Like, they literally just... It just pops, you know? And um, 
to truthfully, I didn't really have a whole lot of Transformers when I was a kid. I had a lot of GoBots, but not a whole lot of Transformers. Uh, but I did have uh, – my grandpa definitely bought me a bunch of the carded um, Constructicons. But I never – he never completed it for me. So I never actually – I was never actually able to build Devastator. Uh, so that it was just weird. It's it just uh, for some reason. And then I, I just – I moved on to, uh, you know, to other figures. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the KB toys, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Well, you don't like the color orange. So there you go. Yeah. Do you like, you like eating oranges or you yeah. don't? I love, okay. Okay. I love orange. Uh, I love, I love oranges. I hate orange flavored candy. Okay. So you wouldn't drink orange soda you- now. And that's a weird thing. That's a nostalgic thing as I will drink orange soda. Cause I was a big okay. orange soda fan, but I don't like any kind of light. Like I don't like the orange gummy. I don't like the orange Jolly Rancher. I don't okay. like orange lollipops. I don't like orange popsicles. But you like orange crush. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. Like an orange soda is perfectly fine. Okay. So what, what's, what's, what's better orange crush or grape crush? Oh, Grape Crush. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Grape is awesome. Any other flavor, pineapple, strawberry, any other flavored soda would be better than, besides lemon lime. Like, orange is better than lemon lime, in my opinion. All right. All right. Well, whatever. I guess, (laughs) yeah, it is weird that that no one out of all these devastators we've, we've received, they have never done the orange variant. And maybe it's because they don't know. You know, maybe they don't they, they don't know who Katie toys is. These these are all these are all from, you know, Asia or something. Right. They're from China or something. <laughs> they don't know who the hell KB toys is. Exactly. We need someone to represent KB toys and, and talk to these companies so we can get an orange devastator. All right. Let's get into what we got. What you got. I saw you got one thing, or did you just do a video on something you already had? I, I did a video on something that I already had. It was, it was pretty neat. I think I might do more of that. I have been building a GoBots collection for many years now. Throughout the years, uh, my collection is a is a loose collection, uh, but it's what I consider loose mint. So I, I will wait f- for a long time until I get a perfect perfect chrome, perfect painted, uh, basically an untouched GoBot. Uh, uh-huh. but I, I like, I like buying, you know, ones that have, uh, like the bubbles on the card. It's still sealed, but the bubbles on the cards are, are you know, lifting or the, yeah, or the card is all bent up or there's markers all over the card, whatever. So I like looking for those kind of figures, but I, I decided to make a video the other day of actually, uh, opening up one of these 30 year old, uh, GoBots. So yeah, I did it. It's a real short video. But uh, yeah, I did. I, I picked up uh, spoons. Oh, I opened them up, and yeah. very, very happy. A thirty-year-old toy. It was great uh, to allow him to breathe for the first time. Every year. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god, because uh, you're absolutely right. I I haven't ever looked for spoons in particular, but like all the points you bring up in the video <laughs> about like this part <laughs> would rub along the ground, so you never. <laughs> ever ever find one yeah. opened that yeah. has that it, paint and, and, and i've actually and, and you know throughout my it, it's it's taken me uh over a year and a half to find spoons you know at the price point that i wanted to pay mm-hmm. along with uh you know having that I've, i mean in the package the, the those two front nubs 
on his chest, uh, even in the package, can oh, have paint chips. I didn't chips. think about yes. that. Yeah, so they, they, they literally they touch the inside of, of that, that plastic, the bubble. And so even in the package, you'll see where one of those nubs will have paint missing. So, yeah, that was that was actually a, a, a pretty – I was very happy. Uh, and, you know, as you can see my excitement in the video, as I, <laughs> as I expected it, I, I was really trying to study the figure, you know, but I was really happy in the end. And uh, that's one more to add to my collection. And you would, and he, he's a common, you know, you would think he's a common figure, but mm. they're all damaged. Every single spoons that I come across always has paint missing. Yeah, so. I, I didn't even think about the in the package because it's like yeah. at the apex of the figure, you know, if you yep. smush a bubble down. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. And 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 for some reason, the vintage, like vintage figures that that are painted, the the you know that's the die cast area. That whole chest is die cast. So okay. you know anything that's painted die cast seems to chip a lot easier than you know than anything else. So yeah, it's but, not yeah. bonding the way it does to plastic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or it bonded. I mean, they probably used lead paint back in the eighties. <laughs> it's probably lead paint, but it's it literally just chips off in a big chunk, you know, of nail polish or whatever the heck they used. <laughs> so, but yeah, that, that's it. I, I did a video on that. I was real, real happy. And, and, uh, yeah, so that's, and it, it's weird because like with this GI Joe set, like I, I, I want to be done with it, but with the GoBots, it's been a very slow process for me. And, you know, I don't know, maybe it's because I don't, you know, you just don't see them very often, you know, mm-hmm. in, in the condition that I'm looking for, you know, you see them just, you know, laying all over or whatever, you know, just all played with, but yeah. Uh, so, and I, I have never shown my collection to anyone. So once I'm done, once I have all 72 of them, I will do a video. Nice. Nice. Oh, oh yeah. That is a collection I've been working on for many years. <laughs> 72 GoBots. That's crazy. Because, yeah, I'm very much your way. I, I had much more, many more GoBots compared to Transformers. So Yeah. I feel the nostalgia, but then I buy them and I'm like, these are pieces of crap just the way they yeah, were but they're just so simple it's something there's something about simple tra- like it's so sim- like the transformations are just you pull the legs down you pop the head up and you know the the, the pat like there's something about every single gobot has like one arm up in the package you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny you know it's 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 man i don't know i think there's a really great charm to uh to gobots i really do you know, and, uh, you know, considering, you know, if, if your parents growing up didn't really know, you know, what the difference between Transformers and GoBots, they just, they would grab GoBots, you know, they were, yeah. they were what, 250 or 299 you know, they were real cheap. And yeah. so you just, hey, here's some GoBots, you know, and <laughs> instead of, set up the Transformers, so. <laughs> um, all right. So that was something you had. So did you get anything else new then? Um, no, I, I, I haven't. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm still, I'm still hunting these GI Joes. I, I really, oh, I really would like to be done with these GI Joes. Uh, you know, it's probably going to take me a lot longer than I, than I really planned, but, um, yeah, no, uh, I, I haven't. And, and I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really in a buying mode at this point. Um, interesting. I did play. Okay, so I did place a pre-order, but I can't talk about that. But that's going to take a long time to get. So, okay. but I did, pl- and it, it is Transformers related. So, give that, throw that little hint out there. And we'll talk about it in maybe a month and a half or two months, whenever I receive it. 
month and a half to two months. Pre-order Transformers. Don't think about it too much because you might know what it is. I so, know. I was yeah. going to say I could probably we'll, figure it out. We'll, uh, we'll save that. <laughs> um, let's see. And I can't remember what I talked about in the last show. So especially now that I'm in school, I felt I could uh, spend a little bit of money. So, um, I found the leader Rodimus prime. So I picked okay. that up cause I, how, how do you, how do you like that now that you've seen it in person? Like, how do you, do you, uh, do you like the color, the coloring? Do you feel it's a little too dark or do you uh, feel? I love it. I love okay. Okay. I, I'm easy. I mean, okay. I'm so long as it's not like the magenta that they did on the tar the masterpiece target master. Rodimus. See, now people, People are really liking the no, new deco. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of con- conversations talking about the the new that that magenta and the the way the flame just pops out and you know it's no sir I don't know. no sir I don't like it. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I got that. Um, I got uh, oh here's something for people looking for a deal. Um, they are clearancing out all of, or most of the Voltron toys right now, even the, even the newer classic version. So I was able to get a black lion. Uh, it's all half off right now. So I was able to get a black lion and, and you got for 15 bucks. Yeah. And two of the, uh, one leg and one arm, a yellow and a red. See, so it, that is, that's so weird. Cause like my target, um, my target did not have 50% off. They had a 30% off. So it was $21, and 99 cents for the black lion. And then the limbs were $12 and 58 cents. So it was thirty percent off, and so you so you got it at fifty. Yeah. Okay. So and and that happens. It, it'll keep dropping so long as you guys have it. But yeah, it looked like it. Did was you a- did you spend? Okay, so did you? Uh, there's a because there's a coupon uh, for uh, you know ten dollars off of fifty this week. So I don't know. You might be able to return that if you spend fifty. Oh, if I could find them again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, crazy! Like because there's in the one that came out today. Yeah, it's a, one of those. You got to text toy, toy to Target. Text oh, toy, toy ten for the twenty five. Uh, no, twenty five dollars off a hundred, and then there's ten dollars off fifty. See even better. Oh my god! Yeah, I'd, I'll have to see if I can rebuy. There wasn't very many of them, so that okay. kind of sucked. Um, there wasn't yeah. very many of them, but. Uh, so yeah, I'll have to see if I can do that. I mean, that's that's a great price. I mean, I, honestly, oh, that that's very tempting, very tempting for me to to hunt those down. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. The individual lions are nine a piece, so you're thirty six. You're looking at fifty one dollars. Yeah, that's an awesome both. deal. Yeah, that's a smoking deal. I mean, that's what that's like sixteen inches or eighteen inches tall. It's as know. tall as my oversized Predaking. So yeah, okay. I would say 18. Yeah. That's a great, it's, it's really cool. That's yeah. really, I mean, it has been a, it's been well received, uh, you know, in the community, uh, that people say that it's, it's, you know, for, for the people who, you know, they, you know, couldn't afford the Maddie collector ones, mm-hmm. which are a little bit bigger, but believe it or not, the Maddie collector lines are a little bit larger than yeah, these. They're, they're 24 inch. Cause yeah. I, 
I have that one too. Oh, you do. Okay. (laughs) Oh, cool. Very cool. So you got the whole set with all the drivers or? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's nice. All in That's Yeah, that was expensive. Even even just to pre-order was expensive. Yeah. Because wasn't each limb like 130 or something, 120 a piece of limb or something? I don't know. It was expensive with shipping and everything. I can't remember. I want to say now it. I'm pretty sure it only came out to like two hundred and forty bucks. No, no, yes. yeah. There's I no way. So. Okay. Anyways, but we'll okay. Uh, Google that while I talk about the rest okay. of uh, right. my thing. Um, okay, where's my stupid Macintosh? I don't know how to work you still. Um, I got, uh, when they did the 20% off of, uh, everything, no minimum or like a $25 minimum, I decided to do, I got the rest of the MBK. Those are the knockoff, uh, gravity builder. Okay. So now I'll have a full gravity builder knockoff. For about, it's going to be, it's going to come in about 105 shipped for all six Hmm. figures. Because I've gotten some at like 13 bucks. I had to pay 20 for one this time. But, well, and I always have the 20% off. So a full gravity builder for like uh, $80, somewhere around there. Wow. That's a, we coined it, that's some Slickonomics, an, another steal from the Radio Free Cybertron guys. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you should, I don't think you should take that, because I think Don pretty much has that. Dononomics is, is that's his thing. So. But applying my same principles of toy purchasing and rationalization of fund usage. How about that? That's there a you long, go. longer version of it. So, um, so yeah, I, I've got one of those guys. And again, especially buying from the lowest people, it's always a crapshoot whether you're going to actually get what you ordered. But PayPal always refunds my money, so it's no big deal. Uh, did I say I got the Gypsy Danger, the Bandai Gypsy Danger? I don't or know if you said it or not. Adventure. I thought you posted. I thought you posted in the group something about that. Yeah, I, I, I was like, I'm taking pictures, and I took pictures and never posted them. But uh, huh. so I got that, and oh, the uh, so I got a. Um, very cool Call of Duty Mega Block set. So I love the Call of Duty Nuketown, which is basically a house facade with mannequin people, and then it has combat soldiers. So like what they would set up to do nuclear testing. I've always loved that concept, that they actually built houses out of wood, put mannequins in front of them, dressed them up, blah, 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 and then set off a nuclear bomb and tested what it did on it. Uh, So Call of Duty put out a set like that. Well, they put out a secondary set, Last Wave Syndrome, that never made it to stores, that it is a zombie nuke town and it literally is the same set but modified with different colors and different bricks to make it look like the house has now been blown up and that there are zombies of the army guys that were there before walking around cool 
yeah, so that, I was super excited about that. And then the last thing I got was um, the Raptor series. A long, long time ago, a real famous uh, sculptor put out a series of uh, scientifically accurate raptors, which don't look anything like the Jurassic Park raptors. Um, they look like dinosaur birds essentially. He did all kinds of crazy paint schemes. He did dioramas. He did baby versions of them, all this kind of stuff. It was one of the most successful uh, action figure Kickstarters at the time. Finally got my Raptor that I bought. And it is. It's amazing. I don't know if it's $45 amazing, but it's super articulated. Um, the base didn't really work as well as I had hoped. I thought it would hold more weight, just, uh, not great tolerances there. Um, but really cool figure. And that's what I got this fucking week. Or Very last cool. Two weeks. Sorry. That was quite the tangent. <laughs> All right. Uh, so did you find out what was, what would you view paid retail if you subscribed to the Voltron club? Yeah, I, I wasn't able to find it. I, I went, uh, I used the Wayback Machine, but I wasn't able to find the, uh, you know, the actual page. So I, it looks like a cross-reference back to around 2012. Does uh, that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Right. So yeah, I, I just couldn't find, like I saw, I found the gallery page, but the Wayback Machine didn't have anything for, uh, you know, for the actual prices. I just couldn't find that page. So, but uh, that's great. I mean, if you got that kind of a deal, I mean, those are, I can tell you right now, if you're looking for any of the lions, you're you're going to spend about $150 per lion. So just to give you an idea. It, if what? If you're trying to do it now? Yeah. If you're looking to buy aftermarket, those are going for about $150 a lion. Uh, and then the black, black, the black, the black lion is, is crazy. So I knew I should have fucking bought two of them. Okay, here we go. 290 plus shipping and fees if you subscribe to it yeah so i mean yeah like right now you're talking 660 dollars shipped like if you're looking for uh, an auction uh <laughs> most of them most of them are you know some are in the 1200s let me see what the completed auctions are going for so it seems like the loose prices are a lot cheaper. So loose, you know, that looks like uh, there's some completed auctions in the seventy dollars per lion. But all of the ones that are that are actual sealed, uh, usually the lions are selling for about one hundred and fifty bucks each. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's a great set. Congratulations for getting that. Uh, good job, Jason. Yeah, he did a good job. All right, let's go ahead and get into listener feedback and questions. Uh, so, like I say, these uh, these first couple are comments posted on our group uh, from Mark. He says, now of late, I've been looking at my collections and I'm thinking of removing some of it. At this point, I have a small collection of Nintendo games, NES, Super NES, and, and Nintendo 64. These games were given to me when my uncle past we played these games together all the time so i have a strong nostalgic attachment to them however i'm thinking of putting them up for sale as they are just sitting on my shelf collecting dust i can play them if i want on my raspberry pi uh for uh, 
I can play them if I like, but I use my Raspberry Pi for all my old school gaming. So I'd like to get some feedback from the group on whether I should sell them or keep them. Thanks in advance. So mm -hmm. again, hopefully it doesn't, uh, it doesn't object to us including this, but this is exactly, uh, some of the stuff that's happening over in our group. Um, so for me, I am a super nostalgic guy. I'm a pack rat. Um, and I, and I use possessions. I use things to make me remember people. So my vote would be to not sell them. Um, even though I'm just like you, I, Mrs. McFavorite has her original Nintendo and I have some of the most amazing games on it, but I'll play it on my raspberry Pi before mm -hmm. I play it on her Nintendo. So I don't have to like do the, <sighs> You know, like, and, and the hope, like, right in the middle of me doing the best I've ever done, that it doesn't freeze up and then reset like Nintendos are known to do, you know, and shit like that. So, but I would keep the games. Um, if you want to get, like, rid of the systems or something, yeah, definitely do that. Get some good money off that. But, I mean, who knows? Shadow box them. Like, Pick out four games that you like, um, put a picture of your uncle and put them in like a Jersey shadow box, you know, and it, if you sold them off, maybe you would make a hundred bucks off of them. If there are some good titles, you know, that kind of thing, but invest in a 30 bucks shadow box and you have something you can put on your wall that, you know, will, you will always remember. And I guess it's one of those things like in emergency break glass, if you ever really had to sell like everything you owned and needed money, you know, yeah. the, the cartridges are going to hold their value, but the nostalgic to me is what's important. So that's kind of my thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on the opposite side. I, I mean, if if you do have that very strong, you know, he definitely mentions he has a very strong nostalgic attachment to them. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I would still, if 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 they're if they're literally sitting on the shelf, they're not doing anything. You the the your your memories. You already know your memories are there, and as long as you don't lose your mind you're you're gonna you're gonna have those memories for forever so uh i don't know I, i'm kind of on the opposite side i'd say if they're not doing anything and you haven't touched them in years and you're not the kind of person like jason just described mm -hmm. and you don't mind selling things uh i would i would sell them you know sell them make make some make some money and um you know, and, that, and that's it. And uh, you know, it'll 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 free up some space for some some of your other collectibles, and 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 go from there. You know, just kind of you know, kind of move on. You'll still have the you'll still have the memories. You know, mm -hmm. so um, I don't know. It, I guess it all depends. Like, if you play, are you the kind of person that actually plays those games on your Raspberry Pi? You know, and does that bring up memories for you or are you, you know, are you, are you not playing those games because of, you know, the, the, you know, the, the passing away or I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to, 
it's hard to really understand, you know, the, the depth of this question. Um, but I don't know. I, like I said, I, I feel that if you if you if if you're not someone that that collects, uh, you know, things from you know past relationships or, or whatever, and you just you know want to uh, you know kind of move on with that, uh, yeah, then just I would say just sell them, make some money. It'll free up some space, and like I said, you'll still have those good memories. So yeah. I would say sell them. Jason says keep them. So there <laughs> and you go. I, and I didn't think about the one positive of selling them is that you're for for a corny term, you're paying it forward. You're you're sure. giving it to somebody else that yep. hopefully hopefully you're not selling them to a flipper or something, but right. you're selling it to somebody that's going to enjoy playing these games for the love of these games, and you'll be passing that love along. So. That's yep. a good. That's a good pro. Yeah, or or it's it's not, you know someone who is literally a collector of those games and they need those games, those titles that you have, and they're going to cherish them. They're going to put those in in nice boxes. You know, they're gonna they're gonna put them on, on their on their shelves and, and treat them treat them like they're gold, and they won't have dust on them. Exactly. All right. So very very insightful question mark we really appreciate it and if for any reason you would not like to have it on the show as soon as you listen to us listen to this let us know we can always cut it out and republish the show so joe says here in a recent episode you guys talked about lotus stark's latest gi joe 25th anniversary frustration slick mentioned how he likes to play the long game and save a few bucks and lotus said how he just wants to get them in one shot and give it over with uh i believe slick asked what we do uh him personally he's a mix there are some lines where it just grabs me and i want to bunch at a time so i'll buy a lot he says uh get them cheap and then just throw the extras on my table at the next toy show or in a facebook group which i got to get on that uh lol but then there are also some lines where i honestly don't feel the need to get them get them all or get that crazy uh one to two hundred dollar figure looking at you classics fisto and trap jaw wow Trap Jaws that Trap Jaw was didn't have a lot of value for a long time. I'm glad to see mm. it's up there again. Uh, so I'll wait. Um, I'll wait it out as much as I'd love to. I just couldn't justify spending that much on one guy. I think the uh, MPTU Classics line. Oh, the, that's a typo. It's Motu Classics <laughs> line is a good example yeah. uh, where I did both. I bought a couple lots to get um, a couple of my favorites at reasonable prices and was stuck with, with a handful of duds. And I've also got a bunch from sales and big lots back in the day, what drew me in. So I guess in a way, uh, just do what you feel comfortable with doing if i were you lotus it's if it's eating you up just bite the bullet buy a couple big lots then sell trade the stranglers doubles for others you need anyway it's a good episode even with all the tech and poop talk <laughs> 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 lol 
hopefully Slick, <laughs> Slick learns a couple things in that course, uh, like less broken links and tabbing his show notes. <laughs> Which he still doesn't do. I know, and I have, I've gotten <laughs> lost this show a couple times, too. Every time you go, like, hear me go, uh, okay, that's me trying to, like, find my way back to the right. show notes. Uh, so yeah um, so we've talked about this a lot already um, tonight on on what you plan to do what you're going to do what I would do Um, yeah I'm a I'm a buy a big lot but see that's what I'm learning I'm learning that I always felt I was a buy a big lot sell them off to offset the cost but I don't ever sell them off so I can't say that I'm actually a buy a big lot guy anymore um speaking of corrections uh i wanted to point this out because this was awesome our our community stepped up and corrected a couple parts that we stumbled on on the last show and i love it brian brink was the one that pointed out that the zeta dinos like we were like what scale are these like at that (laughs) price but zeta's making mp well they're they're chug scale they're the fucking toy world ones and that's how i knew that rc i was like oh i bet that's the toy world rc and it was so good looking out brian and uh engineer nerd john vanover uh corrected us when we talked about the frank miller and how pricey his autograph package was he is actually the sin city guy that's his call to fame so cool Good looking out, guys. See, that's yeah. what community is all about. God, that makes my heart smile. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, grab bag, Star Wars Galaxy Edge flyover. Now, have you looked at this, Lotus? No. Oh, but I am, I am looking at this now. Okay. It's just a minute. But uh, being that I know you, you are a... a uh, how should I put this? A... Somebody that appreciates uh, amusement parks. This should be mm-hmm. pretty exciting oh, wow. for you. Yeah, yeah. This like, is neat. Look at look at the size of that. Isn't it wow. crazy? That isn't. Oh, here, sorry. Let me kill my sound here. Uh, that is amazing. Yeah. I'm just like every once in a while you catch a glimpse of like the, a straggler worker, you know, obviously this right, is like right. after before hours, but you'll catch a straggler worker and like, holy shit, you know? Yeah. And then they have the, then they have the overlay of the, of what it's going to actually look like. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is, this is obviously going to be something, you know, if, if you're any type of a star Wars fan and you have the money, um, I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, it, it, the, uh, I, no one really knows what the cost is going to be to actually stay in the hotel. But, yeah. uh, you know, that, that could be a thousand dollars a night or something <laughs> crazy, you know, who knows? But, uh, but yeah, if, if you, if you have, you know, the funds to even just go to, uh, you know, the, uh, to go to Disney. Yeah. It's, uh, that's neat. I mean, yeah. definitely very, very neat. I'm excited. Uh, CNN did a story, uh, uh, using that same flyover video and, uh, superimposing facts. I guess there's going to be a, uh, a storm trooper battle. So, Sounds like that'll be the classic, uh, like universal style, like stunt show. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be that you can fly the Millennium Falcon, so that'll obviously be that Millennium Falcon is probably the roof to some kind of ride in that right. mountain. So I just thought it was cool, and that flyover, like just to get the the size of that, that is insane. Insane. And that's and that's uh, so that started in Anaheim first. Uh, no, I think that's a. I think that's or is that Disney is World. that a Disney World? Yeah. Okay, because the article said Anaheim. So oh, that I, ah. yeah, I mean that's what the article said. But Anaheim doesn't have a, a large park, though they don't have a lot of space. So I don't really understand. I don't understand that. But the article said something about Anaheim. Well, and I'll tell you what, if you look at the flyover and you look, it's surrounded by all sides by like industrial built up, uh, uh, space. So maybe it is the one in, in LA. Cause like you say, the, the Florida one has a lot more open space. It's really yeah. easy to build out into an open space that hasn't been fully developed, but yeah. yeah, and I think I think the CNN said that it might be happening at both again. If you're interested, you're either going to go to it or not, kind of thing. Uh, Unicron, the new series kicking off on Free Comic Book Day for IDW, will actually mark the end of this storyline. This uh, this I, I don't know what you want to call it. This uh, uh, mythos arc. Yeah. No, like for their whole IDW's 12 years of Transformers. Comments. Okay, gotcha. Um, there's been there, uh, the license is up for renewal, and people are talking about that they might take the license to Marvel. So hmm. I think it's a way for them to be able to wrap it up, you know, and then if they, for some reason they renew it, they can get rebooted. Um, there's there's critics saying that this last year has been pretty bad. Again, I have all of them. Have not read any of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, but now I feel good. Now I am going to have a complete collection. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Masters of the Universe, Han Cholo Jewelry. One, I just love the name Han Cholo. That's so funny. <laughs> Um, if you haven't heard us talk about them before, uh, Han Cholo is a jewelry company that does pop culture inspired jewelry. Here we get a very cool, uh, a ring that is He-Man's harness. It is kind of cool, actually. And actually that's not He-Man's, that's Skeletor's. Yeah, Skeletor's. Skeletor's is the bones. Mm-hmm. It's weird that it's a red stone in it, but then you get the Havoc staff, and that Havoc staff looks cool. I love that gray or that um, purple marble with the yeah. the what do you call that? Jesus Christ, the fucking sheep horn skull ram. Ram. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do not get the red in the chest plate of the Skeletor armor ring. And they have a typo in their fucking in their fucking soliciting art. Good job. Way to go, company. Yeah, I wonder. Because, I mean, there wouldn't be a, a time where he would have ever had a red ch- yeah. chest stone, right? He he always had, he was always uh, purple. Yeah. And I mean, I could even see, like... Maybe it changed colors at some at some 
in some episode, but I don't. So where's where's the where's the stuff for he for He Man? Yeah. yeah. What the hell's going on there? Fucking Han Cholo. Uh oh, it even says Shira here. Well, where's the Shira pictures? This is yeah, this is really weird. I mean, even the art, the the last picture shows um you know, Skeletor Skeletor armor ring and habit ring, havoc ring and you know, you could see even in the art, he's wearing a, a purple, you know, I mean, they've got it right in the art, but, exactly. the, but the ring itself has a red stone in it. So that's very odd. Weird. Yeah. Weird Han Cholo. Yeah. Get would your you, act together. Yeah. What did you expect from a company called Han Cholo, I guess? All right. So let, let's, let's, uh, the one you skipped is the, uh, the last oh. night returns, uh, Easter turn. Oh, that's <laughs> I I totally forgot about it because I hate doing more than one story, but I just had to do this one. So this came across my feed, <laughs> and it, and the title of the post is Transformers: The Last Night. Optimus Prime chocolate on shelves for Easter, and if you look at the picture, it just looks like a turd in the box. Yes, yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> it's just it's it looks like it's already melting, and yeah, it. it, it, it it's because there's so much going on with yeah, these like damn characters. Hyper, yeah, because they're so hyper detailed that if you try to make it, try to make it out of chocolate, it looks like a piece of poop. Yeah. So, so that was just like so telling to me. I yeah. was just like, oh, there you my go. God, that is there you go. Perfect. Thank All you right. for reminding me about that. Not <laughs> Um, on to G.I. Joe, we actually had one piece of G.I. Joe news. Um, we have a new director. Um, and I haven't seen his kind of claim to fame, but uh, it's DJ Caruso. Now, I do know him from The Wire because fucking, or not The Wire, The Shield, uh, because that's one of my favorite shows. So is The Wire of all time. It, both of those are easily top 10. Um, but his uh, his latest directing would be Triple uh, X3, Return of Xander Cage. If you haven't seen the movie, I'm sure you've seen the, seen the previews where he's like dirt biking down a jungle yeah. of trees or something or dirt yeah. biking no no he it, 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 or no it wasn't a dirt bike he he literally took a it was like a, a skateboard or it was something that he just off the off a mountain and and it was through a town and, and then he he was grabbing like stuff along the way and it was amazing this guy unbelievable but you know they're entertaining movies i mean you know it's stuff that is not going to really happen in life but they're just entertaining you know yeah i don't mind yeah, and that's to me. I mean, you got to embrace what you're doing. You know, sure. don't make it too serious. It's yeah. a corny kids television cartoon. You know, like have cool shit. That's the requirement, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and then uh, also a date for the movie. So since there's a date set, it's a good thing that we got a director. Uh, looks like we'll have to wait a couple years on this one. Uh, tentatively scheduled for Friday, 27th, March, 2020. All right. Hells yeah, dog. 
Yeah. Now it's an awesome show. I can't wait. So I guess hopefully the next show we should have Peter and Vern on. We'll have a full yeah, cast yeah, back after yeah. a month. We will have a we will have uh, a quorum. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Then you don't mm-hmm. have to just listen to us two talk for two and a half hours. You can hear four you people go. talk for two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> Which it makes it harder for me to edit when there's four people. I could imagine but, that you want to do a lot of cutting out there. I said, let, I, 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 let it yeah, ride, I'm, brother. Let it ride. No, I mean, you know, making sure that there's not a whole lot of noises in the background and stuff like that. So it uh, uh, it really helps helps me out. But, yeah, I know uh, Vern likes to – he likes to tap his uh, – on the table. Like when he's making a point, he's like – I know. I hear. Tapping his his microphones there, and he's like, he's like, I'm like, oh my goodness! Don't worry about that. Oh my god! Well, Uh, I can appreciate your production values, that's for sure. As I make a a strange noise in the background, so it's okay. It's all in good fun. All right, guys. Well, we'll see your asses sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Silence, silence.